I just started a petition on uh, change.org that the portion of CBSE schools and Indian schools overall should change and there should be a compulsion in environmental studies. We have with us president of the Bamla Foundation, Asif Bamla. And we have Sahar Bamla, who, in her own words, defies description, uh, but is in charge of the youth wing of yeah. the Bamla Foundation. Hello. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for Thank having us. Thank you for being us with too. us. So the Bamla Foundation, very cool organization, very focused yeah. on the environment. Um, Asif, why don't you tell us a little bit about it? Actually, um, if you ask me about the foundation, we've been fortunate we completed 23 good years. But the environment endeavors began 13 years back, actually, when um, uh, when this issue, because in India, uh, we, uh, not many people used to talk on environment. There was no much awareness on that. So when uh, the World Environment Day happened on the 5th of June, we said we should start off with some campaign. So we started the first ever time on uh, on the tree plantation drive. Okay, this was 13, 13 years Symbolic, ago. Yeah, 13 years back. And uh, uh, when we celebrated that, we had about uh, 150, 200 people on the Carter Road promenade and stuff like that. And people were like, what are you talking about environment day? Is it a festival or what? I mean, people were not very aware because uh, there was no much uh, talk on global warming and so on and the other. But I always had that uh, foresightedness that this is some issue that will pick up in years to come. And here we are, we're seeing yeah. that it's happening, you know. Yeah, but what, what is that foresight about? Like, you're, so you're there 13 years ago. It's Environment Day. I mean, was it was there one? Did you see trash on the beach and you got inspired, or like, what was there a single moment that where it really clicked? Oh yeah, of course. I actually, uh, if you if you ask me, in Bandra, we have a lot of mangroves, mm -hmm. and uh, we could see that uh, there was uh, in certain places in Mumbai city, the developers per se used to destroy. Uh, the mangroves at that time the media was not so very active it was not so receptive on environmental issue because the uh, the need and the seriousness towards the narrative of environment did not ever come out so there uh, there was a small issue on the mangroves in uh, in a place in chambur i remember at that point in time which happened when we, where we got to know that uh, there were some people who were doing landfill there so there is where i took on that issue and then that got me connected to taking up this cause of the environment which obviously involved the uh, the tree plantations the rainwater harvesting that time we didn't have the led lights but then after that we talked about solar paneling and so on and the other so when it started off the reciprocation was very lukewarm it was like oh my, why is he wasting our time mm -hmm. and what's he talking about you know so that uh, point in time, uh, there was no enthusiasm in the people. There was no encouragement in that. But then later on, as things went further, people say, what's he talking about? Why, why, and what is he talking about? Uh, you know, and then, uh, uh, and then the seriousness started slowly happening to an extent that in much parts of Bandra, Car and Santa Cruz, then we started approaching the residence associations. Uh, the ALMs, that's the, 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 the residence association heads, we started talking to them because it, we have those about, about uh, residence associations of about 50 buildings, you know, with a committee there. Then mm -hmm. we started talking to them. Then we talked about uh, the garbage system because then uh, uh, we got to know that there is a very major crisis. 
So when it came to, uh, we started associating with the uh, ALMs, with the resident associations. With the resident associations, uh, the issue of segregations of garbage uh, came to the fore when we started the propagation. So, you know, as uh, you know, the, the, the mindset of the people, obviously the educated people in buildings, it's easier to convince. But when you talk about the same thing to the slums and to the people, you know, in the chawls and stuff, they, w they would not buy it. I mean, why are we going to do this? It's very painful. So, but let, let, me, let me pick up on that point because, look, I'm, I am a foreigner in India and I fully understand that and respect that. And I sort of try to keep my judgments to myself, right, because I'm a guest. But I do notice that on the outside of a building, let's say, it could look very like, oh man, no one has cared for this building for a long time. But then you go on the inside and it's beautiful. And this idea of, of shared space and shared community and that you know the sidewalks belong to all of us and all of that sort of thing, how do you overcome that, that hurdle to try to convince people to, to improve these shared spaces? No, earlier this was not the case. You're seeing this now because you're now in India. We've yeah. seen uh, a, a city of Mumbai where uh, where it was like uh, there was a lot of trash. There used to be a lot of trash. There used to be a lot of uh, garbage because there was no mohims like the Swachhata Abhiyan. There was no campaigns like this. And the media too was not so very active, was not very receptive uh, to the very idea of environment. Uh, you know, it's like the chalta hai, you know, attitude mm. that the people of the city had, you know. So it was just happening and nobody is looking uh, at that. Nobody's concerned about that. We, so we had to bring in people. We had to bind in volunteers. We had to involve the youngsters, the millennials in our area, in our constituency of Bandra, Khar, Santa Cruz, where, uh, uh, where the people, because we, we explained this to the millennials that, see, we have got this from our forefathers and they, uh, and they were very conscious and they've given us this environment in a very nice and healthy and congenial way will you get this in a similar way we doubt that so you mentioned so you, you have to live with that so you ensure that you have a greater concern and a larger outreach towards this cause of environment Sure, and, and you mentioned youth, obviously, and, and having Sahar here is a, a, a real privilege for us because, look, if I'm honest, I think your generation gets a bad rap, right? And I, I think your generation, and again, this is nothing personal, but I think no, your, your, your generation has a reputation for slacktivism, right? Yes. That I want to like something on Facebook and that's the end of it. So what do you say to people who come to you and, and you know, how do you encourage people to go out and actually do something? To be very honest, uh, it's like you mentioned, the slack tag and all of that. But everyone who I've spoken to about environment and that, you know, I've always I've been very open to everyone that, you know, I'm doing a mangrove cleanup every week or every 10 days. Please do come if you can come. And I think the young people now, be it Facebook, be it Instagram, we are very active on that. There, there is a lot of awareness because of that. You, you mentioned about liking, but you know them liking it also does make a difference. That at least they read the bloody post, right? Hmm. Because uh, only then they would like it. So you know, it was not very tough for us to get youngsters on board because they themselves, themselves have realized that, you know, uh, there is an environmental catastrophe all over the world. Be it the recent uh, events like Amazon rainforest. Uh, there's so many, so many. There are tsunamis every every month you're in there so they are very much aware social media has made it very easy for us to know what's happening 
in any part of the world and they've been very open to come and work towards the environment. I still have so many people every day there's a message. Can I please intern in your foundation? Huh. Can we and you know now I think that schools and colleges. For example, we have a lot of college students who want to come for beach cleanups because the colleges have given them hours that you have to complete 40 hours with an NGO. Some kind of compulsory volunteer. It, it is compulsory. Thing. So, you know, I just wish a few colleges are doing that. I just, just wish. In fact, I just started a petition on uh, change.org that the portion of CBSE schools and Indian schools overall should change and there should be a compulsion in environmental studies. It's just, it, I just launched it yesterday. Oh, congratulations. And we've had about 1,000 uh, sign-ins and there are, it's growing. The numbers are growing very fast. I didn't check it right now. Compulsory volunteerism, that, that sort of making volunteering part of the curriculum. Like, is that something course, you would... Of course. I, in fact, I have, uh, to be very honest, I have made an appeal to the Central uh, Environment Minister. I remember visiting Delhi last time when I met the Honorable Prakash Javadekarji. I even met Mr. Babal Supriyo there. And we have, on behalf of my foundation, I've also spoken to a few activists here, have requested to have this as a subject in the curriculum. Hmm. Like you have history, geography, uh, mathematics, why not here? So similarly, I've even asked for a time with uh, uh, our environment minister in the state, Aditya Thakre, where I want to represent a delegation of, uh, uh, of youngsters and of activists and heads of certain foundations and NGOs to, to request the state government to have this, part of, to have this as a period to have that as a section, a curriculum, because, f and, and not from uh, the secondary section, it should start from yes. grade fourth. It should start from grade fourth. And as this, a child grows, he should in, inherit and in, inhibit the seriousness of environment. Sure. And that will only happen when he grows that, like when you, you, you have this as history, geography, mathematics. So if you have this environment as one subject, you have a teacher dedicated for that. You have, you have to pass that test. Only then you uh, pass. But I, uh, and I think uh, when I spoke to the central um, uh, ministry, they were, they were very positive about this. I'm again going to follow up on that when I go to Delhi. Instead of, you know, talking so much on a lot of other issues, which are so much of uh, wastages, you know, and, uh, and stuff, let the children know the seriousness of composting. Sure. Let the child know that how important it is to not throw your trash outside the car when you're, when you're driving. Do you think that's what it is, is a lack of, of information that, that uh, Sahara, let me turn to yeah. you, this is closer to so, your generation. Uh, yeah, can I say something that uh, change starts at your home. Yeah. You see your parents every day. I've seen my, gra so the only memory, I, I have very few memories with my grandfather, my father's father. So, uh, because he passed away when I was very young, but I still remember me and him planting a tree. Hmm. So the change basically starts at your home first and then school. So if you see your mother, abusing maybe the child immediately Im immediately catches it if you see your mother throwing something outside the child will go and do the same thing so and if you see your mother composting your waste or you know doing uh, recycling things maybe like my mother uses the pla uh, like recycles her all the plastic in the home so if your mother is doing that or if your father is taking some uh, initiatives to have a positive environment in home then the child automatically intakes it and for example, he, one day he came home and he got so many metal bottles, metal and steel bottles, and he's like, I don't want any plastic at home. Huh. So that's how we don't have any plastic bottles at home. 
Boy, and, you, I, and, and in the interest of full disclosure, I served both of you, or we served both of you, uh, water in yeah. plastic bottles earlier. And I got to be honest, I, I thought about it, yeah. right? Because like, oh my God, we're serving them in plastic water bottles. Yeah, no, I, I, so I'm sorry. I, didn't, I didn't want to make uh, <laughs> a, an issue about it. I was thinking you about it. I was thinking about it that, oh my God, he's serving us in plastic bottles. Uh, but luckily we had glasses at least. So. <laughs> no, that was a faux pas on our, on our part. Um, but let's talk about plastic. You, you got very involved in this initiative to end the use of single-use plastics, right? Talk about that. It was very nice, and uh, I uh, remember when the UN uh, environment announced that this year's theme is beat plastic pollution. So I, uh, so we, uh, with our team of youngsters, millennials, senior, uh, you know, office bearers at the foundation, we discussed what do we do and how, how do we address this issue? Something different. You know, people are tired of the gyan, of lectures and you know interviews and stuff like that uh, so musical was one factor that would be uh, would ever have a greater uh, outreach hmm. because uh, anything that has uh, been s uh, an informatory song would be more effective and then uh, when I spoke to uh, singer Shan and I spoke to few other influencers and they said why not we are ready to uh, do this so I spoke to Mr. Swanan Kirkire who is a national award winner I said can you so will you will you write a song for us on on plastic so he was more than happy and it was tick tick plastic okay that became like an anthem touched and it was so popular across the globe I mean, I remember when I went to the U uh, to the United Nations in New York to whenever we were called there, uh, you know, uh, for the great work that we we were done uh, we've done in the field of uh, the plastic pollution campaign when we were invited at the headquarters there, we saw that there were the song "Tick Tick Plastic" was converted into English, right? With the same music, with the lyric change, and uh, you had some uh, children performing. The American children, you know, performing mm. the same thing. I, there was so, so, so many people from London who posted the same video with the same song. We had some British uh, uh, students, you know, from Europe also. So it kind of became a rave with millions of uh, views to that. And the message was so outreached that uh, in certain states in India, they've made this mandatory this song in the uh, uh, in the assembly hall. And it's a great achievement, and I'm, it's awesome that it worked. But I wonder about, you take a bit of a risk when you do that, though, right? I mean, and, and I'll turn to Sahara for this. Um, it's the idea of authenticity, right? I, I can remember as a, young, as a young man, you know, if I saw something on TV and I, I thought they were sort of, like, almost talking down to me, right? And so how do you, when you hear a song, like this Tick, Tick, Plastic, right? How do you ensure that that's, like, an authentic message to you and it's not someone preaching at you or condescending or it's lame right so can i tell you something please uh, a song is always easier to remember than a lecture or a paragraph it takes you one minute to learn a song it took me 30 seconds to learn the song which he had created without it even being tuned into music yeah like proper point. music yeah. so the young people love rap the second song what we created Havanere, and you know suddenly the uh, after the film gully boy we realized that you know young millennials are love loving rap music so we are like this time we have to create rap music because they love that so and it's so easy to pick up because the music helps to remember and you know indians love music and if it has influences like raj kumar rao um akshay kumar akshay kumar sure i personally am an ardent fan of akshay kumar and that's why i'm like dad you have to have to get him on board 
and other many more influencers so you know the message goes out and obviously music is the best way to communicate to others and i think lectures are the last way i would personally prefer knowing about so so you both and I'll turn to you again Asif, you see a lot of value in having sort of celebrity endorsement because i think celebrities you know there there are cynics who get cynical uh, you uh, know there was uh, uh, some criticism also with uh, with me uh, involving the celebrities you know i mean i read them on the one, one of the write ups in some newspaper but then i i, I retorted back why not celebrities are role models hmm. if like you have a karishma kapoor uh, you know saying and talking i mean there are millions of fans there and akshay kumar which we had he posted on his twitter and we had that like the most viral video then on the world environment day it was trending so if if i'm utilizing him and if they're doing pro bono we should be thankful to them because we have a larger outreach the message goes across clearer if an asim amla says something or if a sir says something maybe they may not listen to me maybe they say okay oh come on it to heavy bol raha you know like he's just saying for the sake of saying but if akshay kumar saying no because they are role models they if they wear a hair band or a bandana people copy them sure Uh, if they wear the, you know the kind of pants the suits the shirts people copy them so when they do this when they say to you why a music that oh don't use uh, plastics because it's it's uh, non biodegradable you don't uh, uh, you make sure that you do the tree plantations the ill uh, the ill use of uh, not utilizing public transportation and uh, you know in spite of that also we saw that there was a section which which criticized even the film people that okay how much do you travel in public spaces so anyway that's all part of uh, the work that we uh, live in but then when with them saying we had a couple sharma because he is very popular so when he uh, uh, when he uh, when he f- sang the song it it was so nice yeah it was it was loved by people and then when he shared it it had millions of views i mean so why not involve them we have the we have the, uh, uh, the message also set across we had the placards with all the messages we have we showed the ill effects of usage of plastics we showed the ill effects of uh, uh, air pollution via the song not just the actors the actors exhibiting your message which goes across strongly to the people of the city to the people of the country is more important and which is why globally both our campaigns have been very successful and we were honored and we were uh, you know invited down there at the UN headquarters in New York we got the uh, the award by the government of india by the honorable minister of environment it was unveiled we are so proud that this campaign of tick tick plastic because india was a global host so it was unveiled in uh, in new delhi at the vigyan bhavan by the uh, by the honorable prime minister mr modi in his presence it was unveiled obviously so uh, i mean it is it's a big honor and a privilege i mean what more then uh, the prime minister uh, in his suspicious presence a campaign of that stature being unveiled and we being uh, we being part of the ministry of environment's campaign when india was the global host in the world environment well let's let, let's talk about what's more how do you follow that up right so you had this enormous success with um, with the pl- plastic um, what do you do to top it right what, what's what's next how do you follow that up you see every year united nation comes up with a team 
you see it's like beat plastic pollution then beat air pollution this time the uh, what is the it's on biodiversity it's not finalized yet okay but molly it's on biodiversity so it, it obviously has uh, to do with the lakes with the waters with uh, with with everything and uh, with inculcates with environment so on the basis of the theme that the un gives it's a global theme sure so we make our campaigns we evolve that campaign all around and we utilize all that like, like now we are having this green marathon you will see that the song that we are uh, we prepared we will be uh, we will be having that displayed there on the on that day and we'll have we'll have the people uh, we'll have those bibs mm. been given you know those plantable seeds that will be given to all the marathon runners huh. we'll ensure that it is a, it is going to be a plastic free uh, marathon sure so so do you think and I, and I know I I want to leave politics out of it but do you think the the anti single use plastic initiative has been effective. Do you see a difference yes. today versus say 2 years ago? A very big difference. You go to a normal coffee shop, you go to Blue Tokai. You will not find anything of plastic, no plastic straws, no plastic spoons. It's everything paper, you know, uh, steel maybe if you're having it over there. So you don't have any plastic uh in most of the restaurants. Now, I just recently went out for dinner and I'm seeing steel straws at five stars they've so they can't obviously serve in paper straws so they've uh, they've shifted to steel and metal and all of that yeah so i have seen so change can't happen overnight and mumbai is a f- big city uh, the fastest growing city and you cannot s- like in one night eradicate all the single use plastic it takes a while sure um uh, yeah and obviously it's it's i think it's something that everyone can kind of get behind right um it's it's one of those things that's hard to say it's a bad thing but then my own slacktivist self like i mentioned earlier you know i've got a bottle i got a plastic bottle of water in my office um and so it is hard to get out of that yeah. habit even though it's a very simple thing cuz convenience man, like convenience is for example just an example i'm not, when i'm out and i there are times when i'm not carrying a metal bottle or my personal water bottle and i'm thirsty so what do i do i have to end up taking buying necessary oh. <laughs> so yeah it just eh. uh, you know it is perf- it's it's completely okay to be perfectly no, imperfectly vegan imperfectly plastic free imperfectly sustainable because small conscious changes are the most important and it makes a big impact overall then so i don't have to be pure plastic like pure veg you can try <laughs> i cannot you know it gets tough but i would always say that you know try as much as you can yeah avoid using plastics but you know <laughs> Yeah, you were gonna, you were gonna, you were gonna add to that. Uh, just do do uh, do what you can. It's a, it's a, you see, it's a, it's a movement. I would say, it's not so easy. I mean, if you ask me, uh, uh, you can't overrule plastic. It's also a big industry by itself. Mm. If you ask me, sure. A lot of it involves a lot of employment and it involves a lot of thing. But I'm happy and glad that the uh, the uh, that Aditya Thakre ji, who's also the environment minister, has taken it up head on. and i think our state maharashtra was the first to declare the plastic ban so uh, kudos to the state and to him and uh, uh, they've been taking head on and of course it's going to it's not going to be done overnight it's taken months to reach here it will still take uh, months but uh, now people are aware like you see for ra also hmm. it's such a important issue 
people, uh, I mean, of course, infrastructure is very, very important uh, for the development of the state. We need metros, we need the coastliners. But again, if there was a viable solution, so, I mean, we're happy that, uh, I mean, I, w I would not make this a uh, political narrative, but, I mean, it's not that the governments also don't want to be environment conscious. They, too, don't have a uh, choice but to be environment conscious. Now we're coming up with these, um, uh, you know, electrical cars, if you see, mm -hmm. you know. We're propagating the use of public uh, transport. We're trying to, uh, I mean, uh, uh, you see, so it is these f small NGOs, these foundations with the government, you know, if you make a good synergy, we can ensure that this, uh, uh, you know, this gets successful. Because again, we, we can't just blame the government. This is not done that. What are you personally doing mm -hmm. for that? How much have you walked the talk to address a technical issue. That is very important. And I think, obviously, yeah, there are still a lot of people, uh, there are two sides to it, I've always said to everything. So, but uh, but still, there is, it's nice to see the Prime Minister also talking about cleanliness, mm -hmm. about having uh, clean toilets, mm -hmm. you know? So, okay, so walking the talk. If someone's watching or listening right now and they want to get involved, they want to walk the talk uh, with the Bomla Foundation, how do they get involved? What can they do? Just an email. Just our, an email? Just an, uh, our contact numbers are available anywhere. Okay, like so Facebook, Instagram, web, just whatever. Just a message. Everywhere. Anywhere. And it's very e we're very approachable people. They all know. Everyone knows that Bahamla Foundation main head office is in Bandra. They just have to come and just meet anyone. Okay. They do come and it's an ongoing activity. It's not that, uh, okay, we do an optic event when it's required. But regular activism goes on. You don't have yeah. to highlight every activity that we like. We have the, our fortnightly campaigns for which we have an X number of uh, students uh, who participate, who come do the beach clean. They come do the mangrove campaign. They come for the, they come, they volunteer and they, they participate in going to the societies, talking to the resident associations to compost the garbage. They go to the societies to meet them, to utilize, to change their electrical bulbs to LEDs. There is a group of sections who go to speak to societies on the rainwater harvesting. In fact, Bandra is one of the place mm -hmm. which started the first biogas composting plant. And it's at the plush area of Pali Hill. Do you, do you feel like you're spreading yourself too thin? Like I hear you talking, right? Single-use plastic, air pollution, electric cars, LED light bulbs, composting, rainwater harvesting, like at some point, uh, it gets a little unwieldy, right? All these different issues. Are you able to sort of maintain all these little discrete projects? If you ask me, 100% deliverables, if I say I would be lying. Huh. But as I said, the movement is on. The seriousness uh, is happening, will go on. The, the challenge is, of course, the uneducated lots hmm. and uh, the, uh, the slum uh, pockets, the chawls, where, uh, I mean... Now, even they are, you know, because they're also very, uh, very star-centric. Mm. Uh, it's like that. Okay. That, uh, okay, if, uh, uh, you know, the Aditya Thakre is saying, so even I will do it, you know. So, you see, there are these statements that are there, you know. There is a narrative that is being created. So even there it is happening. But it takes time because you can't expect the same level of results uh, to happen there. But I think uh, it, has, it has gradually. Because if you see the, the, the garbage uh, that was picked up,
very large um, uh, few million tons of garbage that used to be picked up and now that the the, the garbage uh, pickup the the waste has reduced to 50 percent so that reduces the load of uh, uh, you know the of the city sure at the end my uh, our there's one theme as I uh, as I discussed you, which we're very working seriously on is that having this uh, technology uh, in in all wards of Mumbai, like we did in Bandra, mm. so that you use your own garbage to enlighten your own vicinity, mm. which is what the residents of Pali Hill did. Of course, we supported them. We had residents there uh, in the form of uh, ALMs there who took up this head-on. We had the Edge West ward officer, Mr. Ogade, mm. who also uh, had the inclination and the, uh, and, and the will to do it, to sanction the small piece of land from the Mahanagar Palika to, uh, to where we installed this machinery. Uh, which compose the garbage and if we, uh, uh, we segregate the garbage it, it transforms that same garbage to enlighten your vicinity so it's zero garbage so those huge trucks which you should go and pick your garbage and which is th there should be so much of carbon emissions because of that hmm. that too has come into control now so all these little steps add up to something quite remarkable um, yes. and why don't we go ahead and leave it there I think we're just out of time but um, Asif Bamla, Sahar Bamla, Bamla Foundation doing very interesting uh, work in all, all kinds of environmental issues they're on Instagram, Facebook, web, wherever um, Twitter, you can find them, sign up, join them, do something, little things add up to big things. That's ChargerCast for this week. Thank you to you both. Thank you so Thank much. You so much. Bye. Such a wonderful time.